I thought Judas was gonna talk, but then I was like, <laughs> okay, it's me. <laughs> I'm just staring at her like, do it. <laughs> Hey y'all! Hey, welcome to another episode of the Tea of Tinsel Town Triple T. You already know. You already am. Yeah. Um. Corey yeah. And Judith, here we are. We and are here. You don't know. This is the podcast. <laughs> if you don't, you could not know. Uh, right. It's possible. <laughs> if it's your first time here, welcome. It's an option. Hello. And those who continue, all I don't know, forty of you who come back every. <laughs> Every week, maybe more. Yeah. We're speaking thousands, millions. Yes. yes. Okay. But basically, we come here, we get together, we talk about the latest in black and brown um, creators and creatives. Mm-hmm. We also give tips on writing and yes. creating. And uh, we start off with a would you rather. We start we do. off with a little icebreaker. So, Just a little teeny bit. Yeah. It's not all seriousness with us. Um, So this week's Would You Rather is, would you rather have a Lamborghini in your garage or a bookcase with 9,000 books and infinite, infinite knowledge? Mm, Lamborghini. (laughs) Girl. Because look, knowledge is power and shit, Mm -hmm. but look. If I have a Lamborghini, I can sell it and then just buy the 9,000 books and infinite knowledge mm. with my Lamborghini monthlies. So, yeah, Lamborghini. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with the Lamborghini life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like knowledge. So overrated. Yeah. Because of fuck All of knowledge. the knowledge. I feel like my brain would explode. Yeah. What like, am I going to do with all that? Then I'm a boring know-it-all. No. Right. Got a fucking fun fact for everything? Like, no. shut the fuck up. Right. Like, like, I don't want to know, know how a fucking microphone was formed. Be oh, quiet. No, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I have NPR for that. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, Lambo. Yeah. I won't sit. <laughs> and I'm cruising and strutting on you hoes in the Lambo. Okay. Period. <laughs> Point blank minstrel. Okay. Or network. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. I just got that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Shout out to Mackenzie. All right. <laughs> All right. So that was easy. Yeah. Lambo. Yeah. Fuck knowledge. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. For real. Yeah. Knowledge is power, guys. It is. Kids. Knowledge is power. You're listening to us. We but, uh, knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lambo first. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're moving right along. That was easy. Easy. Okay. Moving on to know better, do better. Mm-hmm. Um, So mine is one about social media, Mm -hmm. which is, you're probably thinking, like, if I'm a writer, I don't need fucking social media. But you do, sis. And sirs. Sis and sirs. (laughs) You need social media. Um, Just because it's the day and age that we live in. Mm -hmm. You can get a job from Twitter, which if you listen to our episode with Zuzu, Zulima, um, she talked about kind of Twitter and how she's on there and mm-hmm. she's gotten you know contacts and jobs from Twitter because mm-hmm. there's like different little threads or whatever mm-hmm. so I think there's like little hashtags I think one of them that she said was like pre-WGA boost or something like yeah. that whatever. and to follow them too I yes. think they might have a handle so there's like different hashtags you. you can click on and mm-hmm. there's threads on there and people can like ask questions like oh I need a writer for this I'm looking for this specific writer mm-hmm. or shit like that and mm-hmm. then if you answer bitch then you in there. You never know. Or even if they don't, if you don't get that job, you still are making a connection. Right. And it's like, um, I heard about that too, about like Twitter and stuff. Yeah. You can slide in folks DMs. Right. Um, on Twitter 
from like rider to rider right. and it's cool yeah. it's fine yeah um so that's a good way and also like instagram mm-hmm. um you can do that too it's just a little i don't know instagram is not i don't think it's the best platform for like yeah. meeting other writers i think yeah. twitter's better for that but it's mm-hmm. still a platform mm-hmm. nonetheless right um but yeah these this day and age you have to brand yourself yeah Whatever you want to do, sadly, even if you hate social media, you have to be on there because you have to start branding yourself. Like, if you want to be a comedy writer, then you better be posting funny shit. Yeah. You better be posting funny statuses or, like, funny stories. You just have to get it out there like, bitch, I'm funny and I can write funny shit. Right, right. If you want to be dramatique, then you have to, you know... (laughs) Yes. I don't know why I always say dramatic like that. I think that's how my <laughs> mom says it. It's the most dramatic way to say dramatic. <laughs> I love it. I think that's how my mom says it. So then I just say it like that. Whatever. Yeah. Shout out to moms. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you just have to, you have to brand yourself in this day and age. We're in what year is this? 2020. 2020. The year Jeez. of Cleveland. So, um, yeah, that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. You know? So, get on Twitter. I mean, I fucking hate Twitter. Like, I don't oh, tweet I shit. So like, what the fuck am I supposed to be saying? So but much. you got to say something. Yeah. If there's, there's always something going on in that app. So, mm-hmm. follow all the writers. Follow yeah. all the writing organizations and clubs mm-hmm. and shit like that. Foundations. Yeah. Just get in on what they're talking about. Yeah. Tweet. You know, yeah. tweet other people, reply to tweets, um, just get yourself out there and yeah. let it be known on the socials that you're a writer mm-hmm. and you want to write yeah. and you're looking for writing jobs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, in this day and age, I've heard just from listening to other people's stories, have gotten contacts and jobs from yeah. the socials. Yeah. So you got to get on there, guys. Yeah. I mean, just to even piggyback off of that, like if you are more, I'm way more introverted when it comes to social media, but mm-hmm. like you can post it. Like if you're not posting like your work, like mm-hmm. if you're on Instagram and you're like, you know what? Like here's something I created. Like you can post, like if you're going to a WGA event, like tag them, go yeah. to the, be at the event, show people that you're in the places mm-hmm. like that you are you know you want to be at right Do your due like, diligence yeah like if you're if you're on twitter and you if you don't say anything well okay it's more effective if you do say something but yeah at least <laughs> you're helpful. you're getting the knowledge that okay oh there's an event here oh mm-hmm. this is on social okay let me mm-hmm. let me do this let me do that like at least you know be plugged in so that you're aware and if you're yes. one of those people like me who's like I don't want to be thrown you know like thrown away by the internet or like <laughs> trolled or whatever like it's fine. You can just use it as a resource mm-hmm. and connect to, you know, certain people, you know, yeah. especially where you live. You know what I mean? Like you can connect like, yeah. n- you know, there's like, of course, meetup is not on Twitter, but you can you can find a meetup. You can find other people who mm-hmm. are writers and be like, hey, would you like to form a group? Would you like to partnership? Yeah. Like all sorts of things. So mm-hmm. there's there's all creative ways to use social media if, you know, yeah. if you're not comfortable, like building up a strong following like you can use it as a resource and you can still keep your privacy but still utilize it in a way that gets you in the door but Corey is right like the more followers you have the more you are building up that brand the Mm -hmm. more you get noticed period Mm -hmm. and that's just a fact blank and yeah just piggybacking piggybacking off of judith i found out about a lot of shit from instagram actually Mm -hmm. and twitter Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. of events um yeah i found mm-hmm. out about a lot of shit from instagram yep. so um that is definitely a key mm-hmm. to finding like she said like different events and different places to go mm-hmm. if you don't want to network on social media 
you can find a place to go and actually do right. it in person. Either way, you need to be networking. Like, you can't Period. get out of it, guys. Yeah. We talked about this all the time. Mm-hmm. But you can't get out of networking. So if you don't want to yep. do it on the socials, bitch, get outside and mm-hmm. talk to somebody. Because um, either way, you're going to have to do have to. Do it one way or another yep. to get where you need to get. Um, <laughs> and uh, like she said, if you don't want if you're, like, scared of the Internet because it is scary, if it does get too much, you know what? Press that home button. Mm-hmm. Close. Uh- Close, okay you know, to turn the break. phone off. It's okay. And, you know, put it somewhere else. Yeah. Until you're ready yeah. to uh, dive back in. Yeah. But, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we said, social media is importante mm-hmm. these days. So definitely utilize it, guys. 100%. Faux show. And with that, we will be back. Tripe. We back. And black. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know, um, this portion of the show we go over news to highlight black and brown creatives what they're doing what's Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. just so that we're in the know and we keep you hoes in the know so (laughs) um also i'll be eating (laughs) i don't know if you haven't heard me throughout this thing i think i I dropped some cheetos here in the studio and i was like oh shit like i was like so forgive me i mean i eat every episode so you guys are used to chewing it's like a mukbang okay mukbang modcast We are podcast. here, yo, it's a new wave. Yeah. Straight up. Ooh, a mukbang podcast. podcast. I was going to say mukbang. That's for again. you ASMR hoes, just crunching and shit. <laughs> mukbangs are gross. Like, oh sorry my off God. topic, it but is. I have to talk about no, how gross mukbangs are. are. I'm not they trying are. to watch you suck a damn crawfish it's like, out of its fucking shell. It's a lot of bin, like, is that what it's called? Binging? Like a lot of food? Yeah. When, yeah. I was like, ooh. It's too much. It looks painful. It doesn't yeah. even look enjoyable. I'm like, all of that food? Sucking crab meat out of a fucking crab leg, oh, bitch. Oh, my God. No. I saw someone eat all the noodles and thick noodles, and they're just eat, just keep going and going. I'm like, and this is like sped up. Like, you know when they have right. the special effects and it's sped up? And I'm like. And y'all will watch it. it it's crazy. Like, I y'all can't. are weird. Just so Mm-mm. y'all know. Mm-mm. Judgment upon you. Um, <laughs> it's so. But yeah, back to the news. Um. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm talking about muck things. <laughs> so, um, we usually get all of our news from Shadow and Axe. Yes, who else? I mean, honestly, make sure you're up on the trades. There's Variety, there's a Hollywood Reporter, there's mm-hmm. Deadline. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's uh, there's Blavity. There's so much more that mm-hmm. I can't even uh, think of. But yeah, we go to Sha- Shadow and Act because like uh, whenever we turn to this website, uh, Black and Brown News front page all the time. Mm-hmm. Creators that we love. Mm-hmm. It's so great. So, the first piece of news here. Director X's Black Love Is highlights vulnerable and tender stories. So, we were talking about this earlier. Like, uh, Love Is, we remember seeing a portion of it on, like, OWN and, like, um, a whole Black series Love of is, it. Love Is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, just to read off of here on Shadow and Act, uh, just in time to end Black History Month, renowned music video director, oh, excuse me, <laughs> music video Helmer director X, who made his feature film directorial debut with Superfly last year, just dropped a short really? film with Tinder. So, we're partnering with uh, dating apps now. Go off. Fuck app. Okay. Sure. Um, 
titled hashtag black love is 10 people share their stories around black love how it impacted them how it changed them and how it moved them the official description from tinder says we're highlighting their real life experiences because black love deserves to be represented honestly and authentically yeah i think that's really really dope i find it interesting that it's uh, a partnership with tinder yeah but you yeah know, i have a sidebar on that yeah I'm, i mean i'm assuming it's probably because they they have a lot. I mean, it's super, super. Yeah, they have money. It's super, super popular, like globally. Yeah, um, but I heard that these <laughs> dating apps aren't really like for like black women. Like they don't. Oh yeah. Black, like when they did like the rankings or whatever, black women mm-hmm. don't rank high on these oh, dating yeah. apps. So there's a study. There's a study, and that's yeah. interesting to me. That yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's I I think it's a reflection of the social bias. <laughs> yeah. Um and dating. But, you know, black women are out here finding love. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't believe in it anymore, I completely believe that other people can have it. And it's a wonderful Um, thing to have. Bye. (laughs) It's a wonderful thing to have. Bye. Black love is real. Y'all hear this foolishness that this girl is talking. Black love is real because Remy Ma and Papoose have (laughs) shown the way. So... That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Judith is going to find love. Yes, with because she's a queen. My friends and family, and all the the real love out there. Oh, community. So yes, touch um, my soul, girl. <laughs> um, yes. Next up on Shadow and Act, Tracy Edmonds and Sean Robinson are developing the X Files at Lifetime. Now, just to clarify, X it's spelled E X. Yeah, because I thought it was Yo I was like, X-Files, yes. But it was <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, and if you don't know uh, Tracy Edmonds, I believe she used to be uh, married to uh, Babyface Edmonds. And now she's <laughs> married to... Oh, oh, she married again to somebody else? Yeah, um, he was a, a football player. Oh, it's pissing me off. I'll get it to y'all at the end. Uh, they had a reality show on own and everything. What? Yeah, girl. And they were cool. How am I about to look it up? Deion not- Sanders. She's not married to no Deion Sanders. Yeah, girl. maybe it's later. I think I so. He was with Pilar. Oh, maybe they moved on then. See, okay, I'm gonna let Corey uh, make I'm sure I'm not, I won't be sharing lies. But Tracy Edmonds and Sean Robinson. Um, it's, she's pretty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. It's it's truly. Sorry, guys, that's not all that matters. No, but... it doesn't matter. But she is ridiculously gorgeous. Damn, it <laughs> shook me. Yeah, it's like offensive how beautiful she is. Um, Deion Sanders. Yeah. What happened to Pilar? I'm I'm like ten years it's behind, okay. I guess. It's fine. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the X Files, a novel about four women in faith, is reportedly in development at Lifetime from executive producers Tracy Edmond Edmonds. And she's worked um she's worked on uh Soul Food, Jumping the Broom, BT's Games People Play, and Sean Robinson, who's the executive producer of Lifetime's Seven Deadly Sins. Um, and that's a movie series um, with Bishop T.D. Jakes. The Bishop. Um, <laughs> so um, that's the exciting. Bishop. So the novel was written by Victoria Christopher Maury. Um, Maury, forgive me. And being Mary Jane scribe, uh, Patrick Ian Polk has been tapped to write the adaptation. Okay. So it's very, I love it. It feels very, very black. Um, <laughs> just, that's I mean, great. it's probably because it was like, in church. But anyways, uh, there are four ways. So what they described, the novel reads, there are four ways a woman can handle heartbreak. She could fall mm. apart, seek revenge, seek revenge, okay. turn cold or move on. Side note, I feel like there's so much more options, but that's fine. In mm. the X-Files, four women find faith, 
friendship and healing under the unlikeliest likeliest of circumstances. Okay. Kendall, Asia, uh, Vanessa, and Sheridan each have an ex in their lives, whether from a broken marriage, the shocking loss of a loved one, or a shattered bond of trust. The pain is real mm. and the wounds are deep. Mm. Will they ever heal? When their pastor Assy is okay, pastor Ryan okay. When their pastor asks the the pastor the foursome to meet weekly for prayer, oh, they God. can't imagine they will have anything in common. Then a devastating tragedy strikes, and these strangers are forced to reexamine their choices. Will they find true friendship, or will prayer and their circle mm. of support be enough to see them through? Praise him. Praise Bless him. him. So Bless him. you can tell mm. uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes is a part of this, clearly. Did he write that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it feels like it. But hey, black representation. I love it. Yeah. This is good. I would love to see a show about um, black atheists, maybe, I'm trying to figure Interesting. out. Interesting. I don't know if we're there yet. <sighs> they exist, guys. They do. I don't chance. know if the blacks are ready to talk about atheism. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But we're going to move on from that. Ooh, you should write that. Oh, you know what? Maybe I will. Holiday. Don't touch it, guys. Judith has got it. Don't you do it. <laughs> All Just right. Don't kill it. <laughs> Thank you, sis. And that. side note, I mm. did research. Um, yeah, he is not with Pilar. They oh, wow. divorced in uh, 2013. Okay. And he's been with Tracy since, which I'm shook. Because yes. I was growing up, he was with Pilar Sanders. Yeah. I just remember, I just remember watching the reality TV yeah. show with them. So yeah. I'm shook. I just yeah. need y'all to know I'm shook. Well, but yeah, was, shout yeah. out to them. They got engaged last year, Dion and Tracy. Oh, wow. They've been together for a while then. Yeah, they've been together since 2012 and they uh-huh. got engaged last year. So Okay, come on, long engagement. You right. got to know. You got you to gotta, you gotta know. <laughs> Congrats know. to y'all. Congrats okay. to the show, sis. Hallelujah. Um, next, um, we have Tyler Perry's Ruthless, which is a <laughs> religious cult drama and it gets a teaser and you know BET Plus. Is premiering a date. Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tyler. If y'all weren't here before, they reviewed, we reviewed, um, what was the name of the film? <laughs> Falling from Grace? Is a that it? A Fall from Grace. A Fall from Grace. She only remembered the name, Oh, y'all. my God. I was, I was not a fan. It's a wonderful hate watch. If you love Tyler Perry stuff, <laughs> then you'll love it. So, oh my God! And we forgot to mention that <sighs> Crystal Fox, who um, was the star in oh, that, yeah. she was in Big Little Lies. Oh, she played uh, Zoe Kravitz's character's mother. Okay, well, go off. How could we forget that? Get the HBO money. Get the wow. Tyler Perry money. So sorry, girl. I did not mention that because that's We're actually a big deal. Two different studio checks. Yeah, and they better be big. Yeah, big checks for Crystal. All yes. right, that's dope. That is dope. I'm okay. sorry, girl. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of Tyler Perry, he's creating, continue to create, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so Ruthless, a spinoff of BT's The Oval, has. Um, now has a premiere date as well as a teaser. So the series will premiere on March 19th. Oh, that's soon. That is very soon. Uh, M- Ruthless, an hour-long drama, is the story oh, of a God. young woman named Ruth, introduced in the Oval, of course. I was going to, again, by Her the name reference. is Ruth and the thing is named Ruthless. Of course. Oh, so Who becomes <laughs> entangled <laughs> in a scandalous <laughs> cult of powerful sex-crazed fanatics? And it had to be. It has to be sex crazed child who uh, she must now play along with until she can find a way to free herself and her young daughter. The series Ooh. stars Melissa L. Williams, Matt Sedino, uh, Lenny Thomas, 
Yvonne Sinette Jones, uh, excuse me if I say this wrong, forgive me, uh, Badji Lynn Odoms, mm. Jam, uh, excuse like me, Jamie Calica, and more. <clears throat> they listed the whole cast. I can't. Um, <laughs> so, yes, Tyler Perry. <laughs> If y'all want some more drama, BET Plus has it with Rootless. Like, uh, clearly the Oval. Hopefully it's really good. Hopefully you guys like it. It's doing well. They're spinning it off, so. What is the Oval? So I think it's a, about the first, the the family, the family in the White House in that oh, period of time. Oh, is it the, the um, mixed race family? I think so. Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, let me. Oh, my God. That girl's in there. The one from Everybody Hates Chris, right? Oh, the oh. Tasha from Everybody Hates Chris, she's a daughter in there, isn't oh. she? Oh, th- well, let me. I'm I feel like I've seen her right in something White it. House based. I believe it. Okay, the Oval. It's it a spin off of the Oval House. Yeah, I mean, I feel I was like, how you, I thought it was the first season, but y'all already. How is this? I'm curious of why. How is it a spin off of that yeah. White House show? Interesting. I guess they follow. I don't know the storyline. I mean, maybe the. You know, one of the kids in the White House decide they they leave in and they gonna join the Colts, and that sounds like a plot line that Tyler Perry would give us. Mm-hmm. So go off, make your checks. Yes, again, BT Plus, which BT is Plus streaming, screaming. Okay, and screaming. y'all let us know. Y'all let us know if this is good. Yeah, let me know because I don't got BT Plus. I ain't I do gonna not. get it either. I'm so. not sure if I'm going to get it. Oh, you're thinking about it. I am thinking about it because there was a show I wanted to see. I think it was the uh, um. The one about Soul Train. I want to see it. Oh, that's. I thought that was on actual BT. Oh, I thought they were trying to do it on BT Plus. Oh, they probably moved it. I don't know. I'm going to double check. I'm going to find it. Either, Either way, way, I might buy it on Amazon if I'm like that down with it. Um, yeah. Self Made, inspired yes. by the life of Madam C.J. Walker, Netflix drops the trailer for limited series. Uh, uh, uh. And I think LeBron James might be behind this. Oh, I thought you said he was in it. Oh, like, that what? would be kind of amazing because I, this is so rude, but I feel like he would make a great slave. <laughs> I think he would kill it. But I you guess anyone black would. Yeah. I don't know. It's the beard and, and a hobo outfit. Yeah. And he I would don't know if that definitely be in the field. One. Or uh, the whatchamacallit, the um, the whatchamacallit, master's wife, mm-hmm. fair thing, mm. be happening. You yep. know, they'd write that shit. Because he's so damn tall and he's, yeah. Built. Yeah. Mm. He could, pl- oh, what is that, Um, the black, the, he, he, oh my God, there's a historical figure who like built railroads, Paul Oh, is it Paul Paul Bunyan? Yeah, but Paul Bunyan was white though. Was he? I think he was a white man. There was a black one. I'm gonna look it up, guys. I feel like um, LeBron James would. He would be, be something. Perfect. Yeah, he, he would he be, be something. He would be great at it. Anyway, he's not in it. Oh, rats. <laughs> sorry for the tangents. Listen, Octavia Spencer <laughs> is gonna be in this. The Ooh, life of the madam. Yes. And um, it's a four-part project, so I think it's a limited oh, that's series. It. That's all we get. I know it's gonna um, debut March twentieth, so it's soon. Oh, it's actually really Shook soon. Watch party. Oh yes, let's do it. Ooh, let's do if it. Guys, want to come? Let me know. Just don't be crazy. Hey. And maybe I'll drop the address. <laughs> <laughs> um, Octavia Spencer stars as Madam C.J. Walker, the trailblazing African American hair care entrepreneur yeah. who was America's first female self-made millionaire. Mm. Say it again. America's <laughs> first female self millionaire for you hoes. Mm-hmm. Self made. Okay. Self 
really self-made. Mm-hmm. Not like you fucking Instagram My family had out here. Money. My family had money, but I made the rest of the billion. Get the fuck up out of here. Girl, anyways, anyways, miss um, me with that shit. Miss me with that bullshit. Inspired by the book On Her Own Ground, The Life and Times of Madam C.J. Walker, written by Walker's great, great granddaughter. That's legacy for you hoes. That's dope. Um, Aaliyah Bundles. Come on! Oh, now I remember talking because we were shook about Come the bundles. On. I hope that's her real last that's name. That's amazing. <laughs> the Netflix original series uh, brings the uplifting story of this cultural icon to yes, the screen for the icon. first time. Yes, as it should be known. Wait, so, to the fir- for the first time? Yeah, I don't She's think they've never done... had anything on her? You know, they've been waiting forever. I'm sure somebody's that's sitting gross. on a whole bunch of like... That's gross. Black women screenplays for a long ass time. That's kind of gross that she's never had anything. It's truly rude. She's a fucking icon. Um, What are you talking about? I'm glad Netflix has, you know, decided to do this. I cannot wait. We're watching. And of course, we're going to have a watch party. Watch party for this shit. Yes. And last in the news this week, a British singer, Yola, to portray rock legend Sister Rosetta Tharp in Elvis biopic. Ooh. She said Rosetta Stone. I always think you're gonna say Rosetta Stone. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Somebody find out if Rosetta Stone was a real person. Now, Yola, British-born American singer, uh, British-born Americana singer. Okay, I don't, I don't know, but okay. Um, and musician has been cast as rock and roll pioneer sister Rosetta Tharp in um, Baz Lundrum's upcoming musical biopic. Elvis, according to Variety. Oh, I think Baz was, he did the Netflix show, uh, The Get Down. I think um, he was behind that. I love The Get Down. Did he do Greg Gatsby too? He might have. Um, Baz, let's look. Just so I we could can be wrong. show y'all who this guy is. But if you don't know who Ros- uh, Rosetta Tharp is, she was known as the godmother of rock and roll and has provided the groundwork mm. for many stars. Unfortunately, yes. her status as a pioneer was overshadowed by white male musicians who were influenced by her work, such mm. as Elvis, mm. the story of all black-ass lives. I mean, all the black people know that Elvis stole all that shit. Like, yep. It's like kind of known in the black community. Mm-hmm. But everybody else don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all know today. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know today. I'm gonna fucking learn. And I'm glad they um made sure that she's a part of this biopic. Me too. you know, she paved the way, baby. She did. So, with that, that is the news. That it is. Um, we're going to keep you informed, and when we come back, we're going to educate you even more. Ooh, let me get my throat ready, because I'm going to be talking. We're going to do it. <laughs> and we'll be back. All right, y'all. So, we have another educational episode go. for you gals and right. guys. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to... What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about outlines. <laughs> That's so right. So, I feel like we've touched on outlines before. Yes. Um, um, and we've said that outlines are much needed. Yes. You cannot write... I mean, you can, mm-hmm. but it'll be a lot harder to write mm-hmm. a script without outlining it first. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, you'd be a crazy bitch if you write a whole ass script without outlining it. I feel like that would just be a messy ass hot mess. Think of like your favorite shows, like yeah. How to Get Away with Murder. 
in and out yeah. of past and future and we already know somebody's dead and now we're in the courtroom and now mm-hmm. we're in the classroom and now we're back on the street. Like, it, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. And the connections that are made, yeah. bitch, you need an outline. Exactly. My so, God. I think a lot of people think that screenwriting is just you think of an idea and you write, but you know, there's so much work that goes oh into God. it before you can actually sit down and write the script and outlining is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, once you have your idea, you do your little... Bible or if it's a show Mm -hmm. you do your Bible if it's like a movie you do your treatment so you write down all your characters and all the shit about them and you flesh out your premise and um, whatever the fuck else you write down your themes and all the stuff that goes into kind of the planning of the show then you can sit down and think about your outline so that you can then Mm-hmm. write the script mm-hmm. alright so we're gonna get and, and there's a thousand different ways to write outlines I believe sure. um, yeah so the way mm-hmm. that we're gonna describe it's just one way and it's from um, an article on what's the shit called <laughs> studio binder mm-hmm. and I like the way that they kind of broke down the mm-hmm. way to write an outline but it is this is not mm-hmm. the, the end all be way. all right. um, to write an outline mm-hmm. I don't write my outlines like this right. but it is helpful mm-hmm. I think for the novice who mm-hmm. doesn't know what the fucking outline is, um, <laughs> this would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go through the article. It's very well written. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit um, to spice it up, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're just going to go through it. It's so like I said, there's no straightforward um, way as long as you got your structure down right. and you have your character arcs and your character's journey up in there, right. your outline should be good. Mm-hmm. So starting with step one. So character is basically how it's going to inform how you will outline your screenplay. Right. So I think this is talking more so about if you're writing a film script, a feature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, script more so than TV. There's a different way to do a TV episode outline. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can talk about that in another episode, but I think right. this one is more tailored to film. Mm-hmm. Just FYI, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, gotta start with your basic plot trajectory, which you should already know. If you're getting to the outline, you should already know your plot. I mean, if you don't, mm-hmm. no, I don't, I don't really know how you would do that, but um, it's possible. Anything's possible, honestly. Yep. Um, so the way you can kind of figure out your basic plot trajectory, I can't even say that word, <laughs> Tra- trajectory, yeah. yep. is from understanding the desires of your protagonist. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who a protagonist is, it is your main character. It's That's the person right. that we're following mm-hmm. and the person that we should be invested in. That's so right. your main character. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about what your protagonist, your main character wants and what progression of uh, increasingly difficult uh, conflicts and obstacles they're going to go to um, go through to um, kind of get this desire and get this goal. Right. So um, and then you need to decide how your protagonist is going to change throughout this journey, because as we I mean, we may not all know this, but your characters mm-hmm. need to be going through an arc. They need yep. to have they cannot stay flat mm-hmm. the entire story. Something needs to change. They need to go on a journey, mm-hmm. a roller coaster. Um, so you if you will, mm-hmm. um, throughout your story. Right. And you need to know what this is before you even sit down to write your outline. Right. Um, so this goes into knowing who your character is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you so you have to take them, your audience, on a journey. Um, you need to track your character's emotions and you just need to know all of this stuff before you start your foundation. Right. So that's number one, is mm-hmm. knowing your character, knowing their journey, where are we taking them, mm-hmm. um, what emotions are they going to go through? Where are they right. going to end up at the end? Yep. Once you figure that out, 
Now you can go to the next step. Yep. Which is structure. Mm -hmm. So we just did an episode. We really did. And Judith killed our structure uh, thesis uh, lecture (laughs) about the three-act structure. Mm -hmm. Um, So listen to that Mm -hmm. if you need a little bit more info about structure. But basically, once you kind of figure out your main protagonist character's journey their arc and all that stuff then you can start breaking down your different structures and thinking about okay so i know what needs to happen with this character but what exactly is going to happen i know what needs to happen but now i can think about what's going to happen right within this script right um and then you can start thinking about your different acts and then breaking your acts up into different beats Mm -hmm. so a beat is basically a plot point basically so a lot of people like to start they do a beat sheet first before they do an outline sorry guys so many steps so you can do a beat sheet first and then Mm -hmm. get into your outline but basically a beat sheet is you break whatever your story is you break it down into like maybe nine Mm -hmm. beats yeah so very simply just take the story and pinpoint nine different points and that's your beat sheet and then from there you can expand into your start expanding into your outline right major plot points so a beat sheet is not she wears lace oh my god that's not yeah that's that's just no that's irrelevant that no (laughs) like (laughs) what like where is this character going where what are the main points in here that they have to hit along the journey exactly so let's let's break down a what, what's a movie that everyone should know? Let's see. Let's um, do this. See if we can do this. Last time we did look, Lion, Lion King. King. Um, we this, can do Black Panther. Black Panther? I just watched that. Yeah. All right. So maybe a few beats in Black Panther is yeah. the first one is uh, T'Challa. He gets Nakia back. So he gets mm-hmm. Nakia back from her. She takes her out from the field mm-hmm. um, because his dad died. He wants her to come back to yeah. Wakanda to see yes. the funeral. And then another one would be mm-hmm. um, Killmonger. He teams mm-hmm. up with Claw mm-hmm. to start his thing. Yep. So you see, it's just major yeah. plot points. You really condense right. it down to those couple right. of major night or plot points or whatever yep. uh t'challa needs to fight yes. in order to gain the crown there has mm-hmm. to be a ceremony so yep. he has to become the king yep like that's a major plot point you know so yep. yeah so think about what are the major things happening um in my story that are helping with my hero's journey right or my characters my protagonist's journey right. um to get us to the end mm-hmm. of his arc and of his journey mm-hmm. so once you have your beat sheet then we can start expanding that into an outline. Perfect. All right. So once we have our beats, um, so I'm trying to think about the way I do it. Your beat sheet, like we said, is very high level. Mm-hmm. It's not, should not be detailed. Um, each of those beats will then be broken down into different scenes. Mm-hmm. So what was the first beat we said for Black Panther? Uh, what's the name? T'Challa gets Nakia back. Yes. From the field. Mm -hmm. So we have, that's what's going to happen. Now we have to break that up into different scenes. Right. So first scene is he is in his fucking spaceship with a... Okoye. Okoye Mm -hmm. and Shuri. Yes. And they're like, don't freeze. Yes. He's like, I never freeze. (laughs) So that's one scene. Next scene is he is, next scene we see Nakia, not Nakia. Mm -hmm. We see Nakia in the back of the truck with the rest of the refugees Mm -hmm. and um, something happens. Yeah. Next scene is... uh, What's the name? T'Challa puts the little shit on the truck, makes mm-hmm. all the trucks stop. You know, basically. Yes. So you're taking this this beat and you're breaking it down to different scenes. Right. Um, so the number of scenes is entirely up to you. I mean, there is kind of like a structure for how many scenes should be in an act. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, I would say that's loose. I mean. Yeah. 
it's it's up to you. It's basically how many scenes you want to put in there. I mean, don't mm-hmm. go crazy. Yeah. I don't think there should ever be like 20 scenes in an yeah. actor. Yeah. You should never break down a beat into like 20 different scenes. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But um, it is it is up to you. It depends on kind of what your arc is that you've mm-hmm. laid out for your character. Right. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's kind of up to where you're trying to go with your story. Right. Um, so with when you're breaking down your beats into different scenes, you can include the different acts. So you can go already go ahead and outline it that way. Mm-hmm. Start with act one, do your scene numbers, mm-hmm. do your headings, right. which is the interior fucking studio day. Yeah. You can do all that stuff. I like to do all that stuff once mm-hmm. I start doing the scenes it makes it easier for me. Yeah. Think about it. It's like you don't even have to do shit once you start right. writing. Yeah. You have to you have to write it, but yeah. it makes it a little bit easier for you. So mm-hmm. this is where you can start breaking down all of that technical shit. For sure. Um and when you're like writing your scenes, or we'll get into that next, mm-hmm. but um but yeah, so once you're like breaking your beats into different scenes, make sure just make sure your inciting incident is in act one and then there's plenty of conflict in each of your beats mm-hmm. that you're breaking down into scenes. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're starting to get into writing our scenes. All right, so every, like they say in the article, every writer is different and mm-hmm. I agree with this. Yep. You can get as detailed as you want with this outline, child, mm-hmm. or you cannot get as detailed yep. as you want. I know I get detailed as fuck because yeah. it makes it easier for me when I actually sit down to write. I need yep. to know exactly what's going on in the scene so that I can write what is happening myself. Right. So I can right. break it down into script form. Um, 100%. So yeah. So you should already have your scenes at this point. You broke down your beats into different scenes. So right. then now you can go into each scene and basically write a long ass paragraph if you want or write yeah. a short little few sentences about what's supposed to be happening in the scene right and this part is literally like we said up to you yeah yeah it's up to you i'm like you i need to get everything out Mm -hmm. and get all the visuals out because i know once i put it in the script i need to cut out you know and more when you have more you can kind of visualize it and then go back and see for me like oh what do i need to cut out what Mm -hmm. what needs to be on the scene and what doesn't need to be in the in the scene or script or whatever yep Mm -hmm. and most of the time like you're the only one reading Mm -hmm. your outline so like i know some people say like there's a certain way that you should write an outline blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. bitch fuck that like Mm -hmm. if no one's reading your outline then you can do whatever you want and like also, don't be married to what you write in the outline because yeah. that shit is going to change. 100%. As you actually start sitting down and writing your yep. script, sorry, guys, like the work you put in for the outline is going to change. Like as you start to sit down and write your script, you're going to see, oh, maybe that's not going to work. Yep. So it's going to change. Yep. So don't be married to anything that you write. The outline is where you can kind of just let loose. Yep. And um, don't let don't get too loose. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you can kind of have a little bit of fun and just kind of include whatever... Yeah, it is just in your head because yeah. it is going to change as you start to actually sit down and write yeah. and work through your plot points and your scenes. You're going to see that things aren't the way that you thought they were right. when you actually start to sit down and write them. But um, some people say don't get too detailed. I say fucking get detailed. Yeah, because writing is rewriting anyway. Right. Um, so just fucking write it. Yep. Yeah. All right. So the next uh, step we're going to do is um, just some kind of tidbits about when you're writing your scenes so make sure each of your scenes have a direct cause and effect relationship with one another because yes. uh, that's kind of the point of a plot a story yeah. should never not like there should never be a scene that is unnecessary yeah. every scene in your 
story that you're talking about should be moving your plot forward, forward. moving yeah. your story forward, moving your character's journey and arc mm-hmm. forward. So mm-hmm. um, if there's a scene, if you're like going through and you're breaking out your scenes, you're starting to write your scenes and you're like, bitch, what is this scene about? Like, yeah. why is this here? Yeah. Cut it. Yep. You need to cut it. Yep. Like, I don't know what to tell. You need, <laughs> need to, to cut, cut that it. shit. Hey, cut mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Sorry. Um, black came out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, make sure that um, all of your scenes have a cause and effect um, relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, think about. So, once you. Another thing that they said that was pretty good. So, once you have all of your scenes together in your script outline, think about how you would explain them to someone. Yes. That is a good tidbit. I'm going to keep part. that with me. Yeah. Um, you should never need the words and then in between any of your scenes. Mm. This would disrupt the flow of cause and effect crucial to any plot. Mm, mm. That's a good tidbit. I'll mm. keep that with me. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I do that, too. I didn't mm. even notice I do that. So once I have my outline, basically, once you have your outline, you have your story. Yeah. Right. You have yeah. all of your different scenes kind of mapped out and you know how the story is going to basically go for now. Yeah. Um. Just read that shit out loud. Act like you're yes. explaining it to somebody. Yeah. And if it's like not flowing when you're explaining it yeah. or fake explaining it to somebody, then that means there's something wrong and you need to switch it up. Yep. And they're right. You should never be like, and then this happens. Like yeah. it should just flow. Yeah. You should be able to just quickly flow from one scene to the next without having to connect the two. Yeah. It should be cause and effect. Like they said. Yep. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Y'all did yeah. that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that. All right. So, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. the last step that they have is find a script outline example that suits you. Because there's so many. Yeah. There's not one way. Yeah, I, the ones know? that they described, I don't even use. Yeah. So there's a one-page script outline, which is a very, like, simple outline if you just want to get the shit out there for mm-hmm. my people who don't like to get too detailed. Mm-hmm. There's a sequence outline, um, which I don't even know what the fuck that is. Let's look. So John August used it in his Big Fish script. So if you've seen that movie or know of that, mm-hmm. go ahead and look up sequence outline. For sure. And there's a basic screenplay outline, mm-hmm. which is like a 30 to 80 page outline. Ooh. Ooh. So that is for my gals and guys who like to get detailed. Okay. Um, you want to write a novel? Go off. Go. Yeah. Go you want to write the You want to write the script before you write the script? Then go ahead. <laughs> I, <laughs> However it gets done. Right. As long as you write that shit, okay. I, ain't, I ain't hating on you. Okay. Um, and there's so many. If you're the type of person yeah. who needs a template, there's so many templates yeah. online too. Absolutely. I would just Google like screen or script outline template. Mm-hmm. Um, this article even we can put the the links in here in the For sure. description. I think they even have some visual ones. Like they have some that yeah. follow like just circles, like uh, you know, yeah. a circle wheel where you're like, okay, go here from here to here to here, quick points, mm-hmm. and it's more of a visual thing. So for you girls who like, you know what? I need a graph. I need a diagram. Do what you got to do. <laughs> there's examples of that as well. Yeah, there's a really cool, like, diagram one on No Film School. Mm. Um, we can put the link in there, too. And it's called, like, a story map. And it's nice. a guide to help you guide your screenplay. That's awesome. Um, and it's actually really informative. And then they break down what each thing means. So there's so many ways to outline Absolutely. a script, y'all. And like I said, it's different for film versus TV. And even in TV, it's different for a half hour versus yeah. an hour long yeah. drama. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's whew, there's a yeah. lot. It's important, like going back to that important, know what structure, right, mm-hmm. you're using. So like for me, um, I'm writing like web series form. I know I have a really long cold open when when it's five pages. 
right? Yeah. So if a web series, if you're, if for me, my web series is like ten to to like eleven pages. If my cold open takes up five pages, that is like the first quarter of the whole story. So that means yep. I have to go back and and cut it out. So if you understand your structure, now if I was writing a you know a thirty minute you know, sitcom. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect cold open. Three to three to five pages. There it is. Yep. You know what I mean? And Facts. even then, a lot of people are like, cut it down to three, girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like knowing your structure will help you um, understand your outline. And I find that when I use an outline, I write faster because I'm mm-hmm. not trying to make it up as I go. And, yes. you know, I have an outline. I might go in a different direction, but I'll have something to always bring me back and I won't be using that energy and that time to be creating and just staring at a screen mm-hmm. when I can just follow what I've what I already put in the work and the brain brainstorming power what Corey said at the top you got to know what your plot is and mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't like to take the time to just brainstorm because we oh just God. want the thing done but you have to brainstorm you have to research Thanks. you have to like really get into your characters like understanding their location all that stuff you have to get into it and then once you get into it and outline it it's it's actually helpful and a lot faster in terms of getting getting it out facts Mm -hmm. like it's it's very hard to just write a script without doing any work beforehand if y'all can i'm sure some of y'all can yeah like i said everything anything is possible in this world so i'm sure some of y'all can Mm -hmm. and i shout the fuck out to y'all because i fucking can't do it okay Mm -hmm. like (laughs) so please guys uh brainstorm like judith said think about your characters characters should be first Mm mm-hmm so once you get the idea, then you can flesh it out with your premise. That's right. Think about your themes and all that shit. Um, think about what kind of structure, medium, all that stuff. Then go to your characters, flesh out each of your characters. For Very sure. important. That should be the first thing you do because you can't write shit if you don't know your characters. Mm-hmm. Then from there, get into your beat sheet or think about your plot. Yeah. Think about your structure. Get into your beats. Yeah. Do your beat sheet. From your beat sheet. Do your outline. From your outline. <laughs> write your script. <laughs> and then from your script, rewrite, rewrite the script. <laughs> and then when you rewrite the script, rewrite the script. Scripts again. Rewrite. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> then have somebody else read it, and then you rewrite it. Right. And then go ahead. Go to writer's group. Mm-hmm. Pay for script coverage, like we talked about yes. in another episode. Do whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. but make sure that uh, you get it done. Yeah, and it all feels like a really long process. Ooh, it, but it, the, is. it is. But if you really want your work to be the best mm-hmm. and you want it to stand out, especially in the saturated, um, yes. saturated content heavy sort of like environment that we're in, whether it's for YouTube, whether it's for a network, if you want your shit to stand out, then you have to like put in the work. Got to put in the work and make it good. Put guys. in your 10,000 hours, guys. Yep. Put like pay attention to detail. Like that shit is so important. Yep. Um, cause everyone, there are a lot of good writers out here mm-hmm. and you got to stand out like Judith said. So yep. put in the work guys. Yeah. You can do it. You can. We believe in you. Mm-hmm. And with that, we are done with the main segment. Hope y'all enjoyed our outline talk. Well done, Corey. Oh girl. Thank you. My mm-hmm. throat is like on fire. <laughs> Woo. All right. Y'all. Oof, y'all lucky. I love y'all. All right. We'll be back. Right back. We back. And black. As always. And uh, if you don't know the segment, it is Niggas You Should Know. Mm-hmm. Know these niggas? Know them. Um, this person is an amazing <laughs> actor. Amazing. Um, Like, he's been in all the things. All of them. 
And when I looked up his bio, I thought the whole time that he was Afro-Latino. Same. My entire life, I thought this man was Dominican. He just, he looked Dominican. He looked Cuban. Mm -hmm. Like, he looked all of that. Cubano. Cubano. But, um... I was surprised to learn, uh, first of all, my nigga is uh, Giancarlo Espacito. Now, his full name. Give it to him. Gian, oh, excuse me. Giancarlo Giuseppe Alessandro Espacito. What a name. He was born in Copenhagen, Denmark. Denmark-ass nigga. To an Italian carpenter slash stagehand father from Italy. Mm. And... His mother, who was African-American, was an opera singer from okay. Alabama. Okay. Alabama. Alabama. How's she getting an opera? I don't know how she got to Copenhagen. God bless her. Maybe for a song. The I would love this. Okay. Sir, your life should be a movie. Just just right. do that, first of all. from Alabama? You get an opera. First of all. Um, his parents, uh, working in Europe at the time of his birth, settled in Manhattan by the time he was six. So, got it. And That's he grew up from there. Now... If you guys are like, oh, who are who are they saying? You're so, an uncultured swine if you don't know who this man truly, is. Truly, truly. Um, he's the narrator on Dear White People, and you'll see him. Yeah. I thought it was Justin Simeon the whole time. But it was him. He was the narrator with an amazing voice. Um, he's also in Better Call Saul. Yes. He was also in uh what was the spinoff? Oh my god. Better Call Saul is, is a spinoff Spin of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. He was, he in, was in Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. That's where y'all saw him first. I he mean, was amazing in Breaking Bad. The he way he was, died was iconic. It's it's truly crazy. Like, I'm so mad. Like I'm Do trying, the right thing. Do the right thing. I don't know why this page is not... I'm sorry, guys. I, I need to go back. But, like, those are the ones off the dome. Truly He's been in so so Let me many see things. What else? Because he's forgive been me. around for. I'm still so stuck on the long. fact that he's not Afro Latino. He is still black because we love all shades mm-hmm. and ethnicities mm-hmm. and you know mixes. We are yes, so so many mixes. So he was in all the spikely things, all of them. School days, Mo Better Blues. Yes, um, he was in the Usual Jungle Suspects. Book. What? According to IMBD, he was in the Jungle Book, uh, The Usual Suspects. Okay. Um, he was in Get Down, God. which we talked about yes, earlier. Yes, The Get Down. He was so What's great in that. What's the name? Uh, Daddy, the pastor. What's oh, that main girl's I name? I forget her name. Dang. It was very Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> again, once again. So, if Which you is ha- why I... I mean, give him his... He's, he's truly gifted yes. in all the things. And, yeah... Gian Giancarlo Espacito. I'm saying it like it's like a Spanish accent, but it's Italian. <laughs> um and yeah, he's a New Yorker. He grew up uh in New York and yes. he's out here in all the theatrical things on you hoes. So like his filmography is fucking long. Long. That shit. Damn, that shit. I'm still scrolling. I mean <laughs> I didn't even try to name all of the things for you guys. Because it's just wow. He's been working in the game, and a lot of people don't. I don't think give him his props. He's he's they fucking don't. amazing. He's great. So I would say he's one of my faves. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know him, mm-hmm. yeah. which is crazy. So yeah, Giancarlo yeah. Espacito, we salute you, sir. Es- <laughs> I did that earlier. No disrespect. Then I got it in her head, but I was like Espacito. Espacito. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to that song. It was a great. Yeah, song. please. Yeah, I hate to. 
<laughs> Go on. So I just good. don't want to give Justin Bieber props so for trying to sing in Spanish. But this is true. <sighs> but yeah, Giancarlo mm. Esposito. Yeah, I'm still gonna say it like that. Yep. Shout out to you, one of my fave actors. Well done. All right, so we are moving on to my nigga that you should know. Mm-hmm. He, I would say, he's up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine Fowler. Mm-hmm. So he is an actor, a writer, a comedian from the DMV, from DC. Hey. Um, he may be best known. I say maybe because I feel like people know him from different shit mm-hmm. for his starring role on the show that was on CBS called Superior Donuts. Okay, don't did you did not I don't for you CBS fans I don't I don't venture Oops. on that channel often <laughs> so you know again you know shout out to all the the programming um, on there. so it was only on the air let's see it was only on the air for like two seasons okay um so he oh he was one of the starring people oh, and it let's at least see what it was about mm-hmm. so y'all can watch it mm-hmm. is he gonna say what it was about <laughs> So it revolves around the relationship between a donut shop owner and his new young employee who Jermaine played okay. in Chicago's uptown neighborhood. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And it also starred one season two introduced uh, one of the gals from Orange is the New Black that's very popular. Oh, okay. Flocka. Uh, she was a part of the Flocka. The two girls, the two young ones. Oh. Hispanic girls. Yes. Okay. Um, so okay. she was also on that show. Okay. So anyways, he was in that show. If you guys know what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I don't have more info about mm-hmm. that show. But he's best known for that. He was also in Sorry to Bother Sorry you. to Bother You. And he was phenomenal in yeah. that. He yeah. did one of the most iconic scenes of. <laughs> so funny. Uh, whenever year that sh- shit came out. Oh the iconic gosh. scenes of 2018, yeah. I would say. It was a, it was so, it was funny. It was hilarious. Oh my God. With Lakeith Stanfield. Yep. And it was basically, um, niggas, they were fighting, but mm-hmm. they were just complimenting each other. And in it was. the most angriest way ever. Yeah. I've never seen something like that in my life. And it was you so You guys funny. should check that out. Yeah. Um, that's how I know him. Yeah. From yeah, that yeah, yeah. scene. That scene was iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. And he's he's been making his rounds. Let's see what mm-hmm. else he's been in. Um, he's been in uh he was on Geico and I'm pretty sure that's how he started because he was a comedian. Mm. He did a, some voice work on Bojack Horseman, oh, Robot nice. Chicken. Look at that voiceover money. Family Guy. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yes. And then he's gonna be in Coming to America. The, oh. the new one. That's where I remember. Well, see- come on, sir. Yes, he's going to be. I think he has a starring role in Come to America. Well, okay. Oh, he plays Eddie Murphy's and uh son. the the lady's son. Oh, that's big time. Because when they rebooting yes. legendary black movies. Wow. Hakeem Junior. Was that? Was his name? Was that Hakeem? Was his name? His name is going to be Lavelle. Oh, boo. So basically, Prince Akeem um, discovers that he had a son. Discovers. Wow. And he never knew about in America. And uh, Jermaine Fowler will be playing his son. Which is a big ass motherfucking deal. That's a big deal. That is a career uh, booster right there. Coming to America is like canon. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one of the movies that, like, everyone should know and every other black person yes. quotes for no for no reason yes. at all. I have a few quotes in the arsenal. <laughs> um, what is this, velvet? 
Yeah. She's my queen. <laughs> that whole dance scene. Wow. That was iconic. It's like, who so even iconic. thinks of something like that? Anyways, mm-hmm. Jermaine Fowler, mm-hmm. we are looking out for you. So excited see you, to see sir. you and coming. Congrats. It's actually called Coming to America. Get it? With a two because it's a sequel. Eh? Uh, um, so, yeah. <laughs> Check yeah. out him in that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you want to watch Superior Donuts, I'm sure he was lovely in that as That's well. Right. He's, he has something coming on Netflix. I think it's like cocaine hippos or something like cocaine that. cocaine hippos yeah. oh yes i had the fucking article open sorry y'all it's okay so uh article on shadow act he is going to be in a comedy called cocaine hippos written by jordan vandina produced by adam goodman it follows a group of friends who find a clue leading to the lost treasure of infamous drug lord pablo escobar Oh. Um, during their excursion, the friends encounter drug lords, common and lethal species of hippos. Wow! That Escobar secretly brought into Colombia. This sounds that has wild. To be based on a real. <laughs> that has um, to be wow. Okay. That okay. A, a, a lethal species of hippos that Escobar secretly brought into Colombia during the eighties. Wow. That sounds wild. That does. Sound the tone wild. of the film is said to be The Hangover meets Tropic Thunder. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching too. Jermaine Fowler, catch him out in that. Don't have a premiere date. Go off. Or do we? Nope. No mm-hmm. premiere date yet. What? But Look hey, for him. called Cocaine Hippos. Sounds wild. I'm watching. Because <laughs> um, yeah. Jermaine is a funny guy. Yeah, he is funny. Look out for him, guys. He's yeah. on his way. And with that, we are done with the niggas you should know. And we done, done with done. the show. Yes. Look at that. Hope Look y'all are that. informed. Yes. My throat is on fire from educating y'all niggas. Go work on that outline. <laughs> yes please <laughs> stop playing go get the outline together Woo. and send it to me so I can proofread it <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't want to read your outline we don't at all <laughs> we don't but go off and write it please right go off go off <laughs> um alright yeah <laughs> so we're done we are done catch us on all the social media yes things. on Town T yeah um also side note Ooh. so next week if you are in LA oh yeah Lena Waithe announced that she's doing her own homecoming week yeah um, mirroring the way the HBCUs have their own yes. homecoming weeks so basically if you didn't go to HBCU or you know nothing about that HBCUs mm-hmm. have homecoming yep and it's a big deal Very um, big. for black uh, colleges and mm-hmm. universities mm-hmm. so they have a week of events mm-hmm. and she's doing her own for her uh, production company Hillman Grad which right. she based off of Hillman in a different world yes which is cool yep. um, so it's she's a gonna fictional have, college yeah. yes it's not right I wish it was mm-hmm. real oh I would have went there mm-hmm. um, so she's doing different events here in LA um, that are really cool yes. based around kind of the stuff that she has going on I think yeah. one of them is a premiere for her new show 20s on BET yep. another one is a talk with um, Rada Blank which I believe is a director that we talked about yeah she's one of our niggas that you mm-hmm. should know she's having a block party on Friday I'm which a is cool me too and then she's having a panel, I think, with yeah. some writers from different BT shows. I think from some of her shows. That's right. Um, that Lala Milan is hosting and some other stuff. So there's there's shit going on all week. Yes. There's an RSVP link to RSVP to all the events. Yeah. It is. Um, you can find it at Hillman Grad. I think mm-hmm. Hillman Grad Homecoming. Experience or something like that. Let me let me give y'all the right because yeah, I want y'all to come. Up. Also, this uh, when this episode comes out, those events will probably be happening. Yeah. So just you we'll know, be in the thick of it. Yeah, be in the thick of it. Just keep that in mind. Um, but by the time this comes out, there'll be like a couple of couple of days of um, events happening. So yes. it, it won't be too late for you to experience. Yes, and we the homecoming. Yes. So it's HillmanGradHomecoming.com. 
So if you're listening to this, um, there's still going to be two more days of events for you. There's going to be a boomerang screening for season two and Q&A on Thursday and then the block party on Friday. The block party, I think, is the most important. (laughs) That's right. right. That's right. Um, And me and Judith are going to be there. So if you see us. And if you can't go, it's okay. It's L.A. It's a major city. People be having events off events of events. They do. So... There's always stuff to do here when it comes always. to that. And if you can't come out, work on your writing. Outline yeah, some do stuff. Do your outline. You know? Don't, you know what? Don't go to shit. Do your outline. <laughs> Stay home and write. Right. God dang. Don't do nothing. <laughs> and with that, good night. Bye, guys. <laughs>